Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. Liftoff on Apollo 11. Like I said um, last Monday, um, I was so upset about all the craziness that's been going on in the world as far as the COVID stuff and the whether or not we're going to have vaccine passports or whether or not you're going to be allowed to go to the gym. You have to listen to your governor again. What happened last week, weekend at Barry's is what I'm going to call this episode, is Barry Obama, the 44th president or whatever, first black president, Obama, whatever, he had a big old birthday bash at his Martha's Vineyard house. Um, he had a huge group of people there. They had to cut the list short. You know, it was a 600-person you know party was supposed to have. They cut it short, and apparently they had a staff of some 200 people. They're going to serve all the people there. But anyway, um, they had a big old birthday bash in the middle of a pandemic. Does anybody see the problems with this? We're not supposed to be doing these things. I thought. Oh, but it's okay because they are the sophisticated, vaccinated folks, is what the New York Times tells us. Uh, anyway, welcome back, everyone, to the Standing Brothers Show. We got Jacob back. He's feeling somewhat better coming off the heels of the the worst cough known to man. Um, I don't know if I've seen a worse cough than this. Trust me, I know coughs. I'm the best when it comes to coughs. I know these things, okay? <laughs> I have the best words, okay? Trust me, I know these things. Jacob, how are you feeling? You know, um, I'm feeling all right. Um, it's been an interesting couple of days for myself. Wow, that was loud. Sorry. Yeah. Um, turn my mic down a little bit. I'm a little hot. Sounds like my microphone. Thank you. Um, no, I'm good to be back. I'm still sound like I'm sick, even though I'm really not. Um, I feel a lot better. Uh, this time last week, I had a bit of a fever. Um, did not have the modillo, did not have the germ. Cause believe it or not, um, you can still get sick. And it not be this germ. So, um, <clears throat> I got I, I I got something that caused me to cough um, un, uncontrollably um, for past couple of days. Maybe and, it's Tourette's. No, and um, I also had a bit of a fever for a couple of days, but we're better now. So the reason why you didn't hear me is because you didn't want to listen to my my sickly self and. Uh, me cough for uh, an hour straight so i'll still cough a little bit now but you know it's a lot better at least i can get a sentence or two out before uh you know <laughs> exactly yeah exactly uh anyway so it's good to, that you are uh with us yet again on this journey that is this uh whatever that we call this thing now anyway so last weekend weekend at bernie or weekend at barry's uh, Barry Obama celebrating his 60th birthday with a big old bash at his house. Now, it wasn't inside his house. It was inside of a tent. Now, that doesn't mean it was <coughs> indoors because you're still inside a tent, which means you're still outside just with a temporary roof over your head. So those of you who are confused by this. Um, here's a big – now, the people are saying, well, Joe – should you you are actively saying people should be going out and living their lives. They shouldn't be inside being bubble boy from Seinfeld. You shouldn't be bubble boy. Don't be bubble boy. Well, of course you shouldn't be bubble boy, but there is a difference. There is a distinction 
that I will make and that Jacob will probably make as well. That is, if you have been of the crowd that has been hyping the fear over this COVID and the Delta variant, um, if you have been hyping the masks and, and the lockdowns and all of this stuff, right? If you told people who were essential and not essential, I think you're getting where I'm going with this. If you were of that crowd and you were in positions of power uh, to do those things, then you should not be having birthday parties with hundreds of people. Probably not. Outside. Because you know what that, do you know what we call that? There's a particular word for this. I, 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 it starts, it's called hypocrisy is what it is. Yeah. It's hypocrisy. And people are saying, well, some were wearing masks. Not Barry. He wasn't wearing one. And they were dancing the night away. People Magazine or People or USA Today, one of those said, Barry Bama, or I call him Barry because it's a very derogatory term, and I like it, but it's not, you know, it's not bad or anything. But Barry Obama danced the night away. He had the time of his life, is what USA Today said, or you people, whatever. And I'm like, do you do, do you people see the problem here? You, just, you, you call Trump rallies super spreader events. January 6th was a super spreader event. But when we had the, you know, Black Lives Matter and the Antifa riots and whatnot across cities, this is what they literally said. They said that these riots and these protests might have slowed the spread of COVID. That is the biggest little bullcrap there is. No, because not everyone was socially distancing or wearing a mask. But the rationale that we are given from the New York Times, and I love this because this just shows this is it right here. So the New York Times White House correspondent, Annie Carney, I think is how you pronounce her last name, uh, when discussing the controversy surrounding Obama's much-criticized Martha's Vineyard celebration when he was seen not wearing a mask. And there's been several videos and, and pictures. And I tell you what, people, TikTok will be the death of everyone. You just wait because there's a TikTok video of Obama not wearing a mask and dancing. And her response to this uh, to this gathering, well, from what she said, she used the term of sophisticated crowd, saying the guests were following per, uh, precautions. What she actually said is that uh, it, she it was invited a sophisticated vaccinated crowd. Y- yes, yes, of course, the the sophisticated crowd of the of the vaccinated the one percent. There, there's videos of of John Kerry getting off a private jet, his private jet, because you know he can't ride a bike or you know get in a car anymore. Um, <coughs> videos of him getting in and taking the mask off and getting in the crowd. It's like this is how they really think of you: is that only the the sophisticated of us. Or allowed to do these things because we have or have not had the vaccine, even though they are willing to admit not everyone there was vaccinated, not everyone there wore a mask. It's like, do you see the problem with this? Is do you see the hypocrisy in all of this? Does anybody but, see this? But they don't care. But that's the point, right? Rules for me, but not for or, rules for you, but not for me, right? That's how this has always been. That's how of this course, has always, always, of course. But it should be so much easier for everyone to now see that there's rules for everyone else, and then for us, eh, not so much, right? So Glenn Greenwald had a great Twitter thread on this. He said, uh, NYT, New York Times, reporter on CNN, justifying Obama's huge maskless birthday bash because he only invited a sophisticated vaccinated crowd, which doesn't mean anything. Uh, It's about as uh, emblematic of liberal discourse as it gets. What happened to all the concerns about vaccinated people passing Delta to the unvaccinated? 
Again! As Dr. Fauci has told us, you can spread this thing just as easily if you're vaccinated or not. Uh, he goes on to say, yes, it's a pandemic and crisis, but let's be sophisticated. <laughs> but let the sophisticated people have their fun, they say. It seems like the NYT stamp of approval for Obama's opulent, massive, indoor maskless party for the sophisticated people is a bit at odds with Dr. Fauci. Now, again, <coughs> if, if Dr. Fauci had any credibility, any at all, or if he had any left, you would think that he would come out and be against this. But, of course, radio silence, because you can't, you can't condemn Barry Obama, because I mean, it's his 60th birthday. How can you do these things, right? So, Jake, I want you to pull up the video I have up on, on your computer saved, right? This one right here? No, no, the other one. Oh, this one right here. That one there. All right, okay. so this is a video of, um, of Dr. Fauci uh, critiquing uh, the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally during the pandemic. So hit it, Jacob. You've brought up uh, regionally the South, but out uh, in the plains, in the Great Plains, we have Sturgis, South Dakota, is going to be a, there's a gathering right now of some 700,000 people. Last year, it was a smaller turnout. And it was over about 150,000 people, and it and it led to a massive outbreak in the Dakotas, where they became number one and number two uh, for essentially the rest of the calendar year of cases. What do you expect this rally to do to that part of the country? Well, I'm very concerned, Chuck, that we're going to see another surge related to that rally. I mean, to me, it, it's 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 understandable that people want to do the kinds of things they want to do. They want their freedom to do that. But there comes a time when you're dealing with a public health crisis that could involve you, your family, and everyone else, that something supersedes that need to do exactly what you want to do. I mean, you're going to ultimately be able to do that in the future, but let's get this pandemic under control before we start acting like nothing is going on. I mean, something bad is going on. I mean, we've got to realize that. <coughs> of course. You can't have the Sturgis, the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally because, you know, my pandemic. But Barry Obama can have his birthday party in Martha's Vineyard because he only invited the sophisticated folks. No, this is hypocrisy. If, if, if Fauci had any credibility, if he had any moral gumption about himself, he would say... Yeah, that was wrong. But let's talk about Lollapalooza. In Chicago, uh, what's her face? The eye, the, the lady her, whose eyes are too far apart, uh, Lori Lightfoot. Oh, Lori Lightfoot. Yeah, the, the, isn't she the mayor or whatever of Chicago? Anyway, um, there's this huge, massive crowd of folks that go to this music or this festival or whatever. And it, you had to prove uh, vaccination or negative COVID tests. Now, if you're willing to believe that everyone there was being truthful about it, that's you, you can be naive if you want. But huge crowd of people. Fauci says nothing. But dude, I thought we were still in this pandemic. What's going on, bro? Why aren't you condemning this? <coughs> and then there's pictures of uh, this 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 guy, this Aaron Reporter, Aaron uh, Ruper, I think is how you pronounce his last name. On the, oh, yeah. on the same day, he tweeted this back in 2020. It's a tr it was a uh, after a football game. Same day, at, at 10.45 p.m., he, he, he t put, puts the picture up of the football game. And it's not an ideal during a, a worsening pandemic, right? Okay. But then you go back that morning, 
and it's party time outside the White House after Joe Biden gets elected. And there's a huge crowd of people in front of the White House. So these are the people who are reporting on what's going on in the world. And there's such hypocrisy on either side of it, on this issue. And no one's willing to tell the truth. And this is why I'm so done with this. Because if the most important people, supposedly the most important people in the world, are not following all the rules and guidelines themselves, then no one else should be either. Right? If the former president and the most important people in, in government and in society, supposedly, in, 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 in entertainment and media, if they're going to a birthday bash where vaccination is not required and mask wearing is whatever, um, then it should be for the rest of us. Because if, if, they're, if they're not taking this seriously, then no one should be taking this seriously. Because if the pandemic were that bad, you wouldn't be having 600 plus people come to your house for your birthday. If things were that bad. And if things were that bad, everyone in media would be calling out Barry Obama. From the New York Times, there would be none of this, oh, sophisticated vaccinated folks. No, that is the biggest load of BS there is. Dr. Fauci would be making the rounds today in, on, uh, on Sunday condemning <coughs> what Obama was doing in his, in his sophisticated crowd, of his, his gaggle of sophisticated folks. Um, so I'm done with it all. If they're not going to take it seriously, we shouldn't take it seriously. What do you think, Jake? It's also something to look at, too. Um, for those people that are still holding on to this and that are still um, trying to maintain some sort of um, cling to this to this narrative that this um, that this issue is as bad as we think it is, then why are the leaders that you told us we have to follow not following the rules that they told you to? I mean, to me, it always comes down to one or two things: either Either they have these, either they woefully break these rules and take whatever resp- take whatever risks are associated. You know, typically how myself and other people would do. Or they deep down know this is not that big of an issue that they're making it up to be, and that by breaking their own rules, they're not risking that much as far as health wise. It's one of the two. And both are bad, like. But both are reasons for 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 people to wake up and to and to say no more and to demand their freedom back. I yes, one hundred percent. I don't know. I, I don't know what well, what more evidence do do these people need? Have these people been so brainwashed by this whole thing that even when they see Barry Obama and all of these folks go to his house? And they're willfully violating all the so-called rules and guidelines. And they're like, oh, whatever, okay. Eh, eh. But then they see uh, Rand Paul or someone else you know, critique the rules or say, this is wrong. And they're like, oh, Dr. Death is back. Or they're like, oh, th- you know, we, 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 this guy should be the first one to put up against the wall. Or we should be arresting this guy. It's like, how can, how can you exist in this world? How can these things be true? How, what happened to you? Honestly, what happened to you that you will willingly look the other way 
when your people do the wrong thing. <coughs> but don't you dare question the vaccine. Don't you dare question mask wearing. It's like, what? Your own leaders are doing it to themselves. And then it's like you see these videos that are coming out of Paris. Now, I don't know if you saw this video or not. But of the police going around in, in, in cafes and restaurants <clears throat> asking patrons for their vaccine passports. It's like, Papers, please. It's like, is this what you want? Is this what you want? Some people do. Because I can guarantee you it won't stop there. And as as Joe Rogan so uh, eloquently put it, which I wish we could play the video, but we can't because, you know, it's Joe Rogan and he curses a lot. But uh, Joe Rogan says that having a vaccine passport is one step closer to a dictatorship. And, of course, he's absolutely right. And when Joe Rogan's good, he's good. When he's bad, he's just, eh, he's bad. Uh, there for a while, when he, when he was questioning the, whether or not people need the vaccine with Dave Smith, uh, he, he came out and was like, just listen to Fauci. And it's like, okay, come on, dude. No, 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 no. But when he says the things about the vaccine passport house one step closer to dictatorship, he's right on the money. He said, when you give people freedom, let, the do what, let people do whatever the F they want they to, to do, you actually find ways to succeed and grow and thrive, right? The problem with people applauding vaccine passports is that politicians are never going to give up that power. 100% right. It's never going to go away. Do you think in France and other countries where they, where they actually have these things laid out or they're actually doing these things, you think it's ever going to go away? Nope. So you see on the vaccine passport, the vaccination cards, right? It was first dose, second dose, and then there's two other slots for other. It's like, do you think there's going to be a, a a step or you know, COVID vaccine? Then another vaccine going to come out? Going to get you, going to have to get your booster shots? <coughs> well, that and do you ever think that they're just going to say, okay, well, one day, I don't know, however long that is from now, one day, well, we're not doing the whole checking vaccine things anymore. Do do you think that's ever going to happen? Whenever, whenever they introduced the the um 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 it's a TSA into the airports, well, it's it's only until we get it's only until we get Bin Laden, right? Mm -hmm. And it's only until then, and then of course the terrorist threat's gone. There's there's no need for this. There's no need to spy on our own citizens. The Patriot Act. Once you give up that essential liberty, it, it never comes back. Right. That's to these people. to these people. Do not. Uh, fundamentally understand they may not understand it but i think that's <laughs> kind of what they want because they are so willing to to give up that so-called freedom as they call it. they've always put it in quotations when they talk about covid because they want safety and security well i'm i hate to break it to you folks but um viruses and things like that have been around for a long time and we've always just assumed that these are just things we deal with with life right no one ever says well we gotta you know you know about car driving a car is very dangerous, but no one ever really is like, man, I really don't feel comfortable getting into a car today. No, it never crossed your mind. Or getting on an airplane, flying on an airplane can be very dangerous because when those things crash, there's no airbag in an airplane, right? It's kind, of, it's kind of like you hit the ground and you go <coughs> splat. So it's just dealing as and, and just dealing with the risks of life, and but no one wants to do that. Because we have a culture and a world that's so coddled, and we, 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 we 
go to the government for everything, like protect us, right? You know, in, for for the longest time, you you were you were responsible for saving for your retirement, and then oh no, here along comes Social Security. Don't worry about saving for your retirement. You're just gonna get checks from the government, or as far as it's healthcare, like you you were responsible for providing your own healthcare. When you, when you go to the doctor, you usually paid in cash because you know it was cheaper. The doctor made house calls. Now it's oh, you gotta go wait in the ER for hours on end. I've waited in the ER for I think six or seven hours just to get a, a, an X-ray, and it's like, well, this this is your government house, this is your government, you know, Medicare, or whatever. And then there's the whole propaganda and fear thing that the media spins out. It's like, can we just get back to normal, please? I, I'm I'm so I'm so sick of this. I'm so tired of this. But there is hope. There is hope. Not only are we do we have people like Joe Rogan saying the right things about the COVID vax about the vaccine passports, we do have people like Rand Paul, who I don't know if you saw this video or not about how he said it, we have to resist. They can't arrest all of us. I'm not going to play the video because it's too long. Yeah. Um, but I he, saw bits and pieces of it. Yeah. He he. A lot of people are taking what he said out of context. But if you listen to what he said, he said they can't arrest all of us. It's time for us to um, uh, resist. And he said we, we should resist the, the CDC's unscientific masking. And he's 100% right because there's really no science really behind it all, any of it. But if you read some of these articles that these, these sites are putting up, there's one from Raw Story. Uh, the headline is, Rand Paul slammed for anti-vax mass murder manifesto. They can't arrest all of us. <laughs> Which is, if you, if you watch the video just for a moment and put away your bias, you're like, oh, He's not saying you don't have to or you can't. He's just saying just it's okay to question it. So Rand Paul is being heavily criticized after recording a video urging Americans to ignore CDC coronavirus guidance by not getting vaccinated and not wearing masks. I don't think Rand Paul has never said not to get vaccinated. No. I don't think he's ever said you shouldn't get vaccinated. I don't think he's ever said you, you shouldn't wear a mask. He's saying you don't have to. The science isn't there. If you want to, you can. If you want to get vaccinated, you can. This has kind of been like what Thomas Massey's position has been. <clears throat> People ask him, you know, have you received the vaccine? Have you, um, well, why not? Because he hasn't. Um, and people ask him, why not? And he says, until there's substantial data to show that um, somebody who has antibodies needs the COVID vaccine, then I'm not going to get it. I already have a natural defense system built up against it. So until then, until I read the literature, I'm not going to do that because I already have natural natural immunity. He, he, he has been tested for antibodies, and he continuously does. So he's like, just, just show me the evidence, and of course everyone doesn't want to. Yeah. But he has the same he's the same same mentality. And then Massey's the same way where he's like, wear a mask, don't. I don't care. Just don't force people to either way. So continuing with what this article is saying is that um to ignore the CDC coronavirus guidance by not getting vaccinated, not wearing masks, for promoting his dangerous, life threatening perspective as a patriotic act of civil disobedience. Ooh, they're so quick with their words on this. It's time for us to resist. They can't arrest all of us, declares the anti-vax Republican who promotes himself as a medical doctor but was the first senator to con, uh, to contract COVID. The first one to contract COVID, I mean, that's whatever. Lots of people got it before Rand Paul did it, but whatever. Um, again, I don't think he uh, – the Republican Party and the um, 
and most Republicans are pro-vaccination. Ron DeSantis is very pro-vaccine. Trump is very, very pro-vaccine. And I, I, to me, it's the weirdest thing when they, when these people in the media try to connect Trump with anti-vaxxers. Like, his administration was a part of creating these vaccines. Why would he want to go against the biggest <laughs> win, as he sees it, for his, for his administration? Trump is very pro-vaccine. Like, you, if you were to ask him, he'd say, yeah, go get vaccinated. Like, to me, this doesn't make any sense. Uh, they can't keep us, they can't keep your, uh, they can't keep all your kids home from school, Paul says in his video, which appeared originally in text from an op-ed on Fox News, but received little notice last week. They can't keep every government building closed, although I've got a long list of ones that should. (laughs) That's cute. Um, The Kentucky Center is making things up. Children are returning to in-person classroom learning, and the CDC fully supports this, as do the top teachers' unions. Well, I could really care less what teachers' unions have to say. Despite the likelihood it will will increase the rate of transmission and number of coronavirus cases. Um, So what? People are going to get it. That kind of happens. Like, like people used to have chicken pox parties, right? right? They, they would send all their kids to a kid that had the, the, the disease, and they would all get it, and it would be over with. <coughs> he says, we do not have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again, Paul declares, swinging uh, at, at policies that do not exist. But they do exist, exactly. though. They do, they exist. do exist. They do, do you not see what's going on in New York City? Do you not see that Defense uh, Secretary Lloyd Austin is saying that everyone in the military is going to have to get vaccinated by September? Do you not see these things that are happening? Well, that and you, do you not see in California and other countries that they are they are going back to lockdowns? You see what you see what's happening in Australia? Like, come on, open your eyes. Nancy Pelosi, you will not arrest or stop me or anyone on my staff from doing our jobs. Rand Paul threatens. We will have, Ooh. we all have either had COVID or had the vaccine. Again, he's pro-vaccine. People on his own staff have gotten it, or have been offered the vaccine. We will, we will make our own health choices. We will not show you a passport. We will not wear a mask. We will not be forced into random screening or testing so you can continue with your drunk uh, power reign over the Capitol. Yeah, and he, and he never in the video says we are. I don't understand what that's supposed to mean. Uh, Paul has continuously uh, maintained that those who have had COVID-19 are immune to it and do not need to be vaccinated. But, of course, studies show that, they, uh, that those who have recovered but refuse to vaccinate are more, are more than twice as likely to contract a deadly disease again. Again, I don't think all the evidence, I don't think all the, I don't think there's really been real studies on natural immunity. Because they don't want you to figure it, they don't want you to know about it, they want you to get, their, get the jab. But to me, the, the greatest parts about this are... All the comments on the on the Tweety, the people responding to the video. I just want to read a couple of them. Um, this guy Ron Flutowski, uh No, that's not the one I wanted to read. Um, oh yeah, so here here's what here's what some people are saying on the Tweety. Uh, I'm not going to do all the names because I can't pronounce the names. But anyway, uh, it's beyond madness at this point. It's mass murder now. As in letting people make their own decisions is mass murder. I love the I love the the dictator line that these people like, like that Ron DeSantis is a dictator because he's not going to force people to do something. That to me is great. Uh, another guy says, "Why the f is Rand Paul telling parents to ignore the CDC?" 
after children's COVID hospitalizations jumped 118% in Kentucky. Um, he's not telling everyone, well, he, he, he's saying that you, you, you have an option, right? You don't have to if you don't want to. If you feel so compelled to wear one, whatever, but don't force it on people. Um, uh, don't, uh, don't take medical advice from a doctor that is so incompetent he was the one of the first people in the country to, to contract COVID-19. That's, that's so, such a stupid statement. Again, stupid statement. If, if the most protected man in the world, Trump, can still get it and be fine, I think most people are going to be okay. Um, let's see. Uh, Rand Paul is saying this. Ignore science and doctors. Just listen to me. I don't think so, Paul. You are an idiot Trumper who has ended our democracy to fit your agenda of power, control, and money. <laughs> I can guarantee you, Rand Paul ain't making a bunch of money off of this. And power making and Making con- money off of what? Making money, yeah, again. And power and control, um, he's the one who's trying to take away the power and control. Like, the ones who are after the power and control are, are you guys. Are you. You are the ones after it. What money is he gaining off of this? You are the ones who are lining the pockets of the pharmaceutical companies. Rand Paul is simply saying, maybe there's a different way. Power and control, do you not see what's going on with de Blasio? And it, with, with, his, with the states and governors and mayors are doing. They're the ones with the power and control over your life. Rand Paul saying, hey, you don't got to if you don't want to. And then this Aaron Rupert guy says, Senator Rand Paul, you know, you know how they always put the in the parentheses like the Republican or Kentucky where, I, where they're from or whatever? Well, <laughs> he thought he was going to be really cheeky and say, uh, parentheses are COVID-19 parentheses. <laughs> it's like, dude, you were an idiot. Um, oh, these are always great. The senator from Kentucky now works for Vladimir Putin. What? <laughs> yeah, because Putin is very cons- – Another person says, you need to be arrested for your defiance and refusal to adhere to public health emergency guidance and for endangering people with your misinformation in all caps. It is not free speech when you are holding a public position and use your position position to endanger those you serve. Again, you're the one with the power. You're the one saying this guy should be arrested. You're saying he doesn't have the freedom of speech to go against the, to go against the the popular opinion <coughs> that's why free speech exists right for the longest time we thought that the that the uh, that the that the uh, the earth or i'm sorry that the all the planets revolved around the earth but it wasn't until some very smart people were like you know what the math just doesn't check out about this <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense you would have been the one who would have thrown that man in jail saying, oh, this is anti-science. How can you, how can you go against the establishment? You would have, you would have acted on, on the behalf of the state to throw that man into jail because of that. Because, oh, he's, he's ignoring the science, Jacob, because all the smart people, all, all the enlightened, all of the, um, what's the word they used? Um, sophisticated people have said these things. So, yeah, no. You are the one who are doing these things, holding position, holding public, holding public positions. Um, I don't know the, how many how many politicians have <coughs> gone up, have gone up on the stage and say we need to bomb Iran, right? Remember remember when uh, uh, what's his name John McCain went, went you know the you know the song um, 
the the Beach Boy song "Bomb Bomb 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 Bomb." Yeah, well, he he said he he thought it'd be funny to say "Bomb Bomb Bomb" like "Bomb Iran." I'm sorry, but that's that's a public position of power. You're wanting to turn a place to glass. How is that okay? Because it's different, Joe. I know. Of course, it's different. It's different. I know. I just I I. I can't take this anymore. I, I I really can't take this anymore. And there's there's another thing that they've been doing, too, is that several years ago, uh, Rand Paul got a vaccination. Yeah, the anti-vaxxer who got vaccinated. I know. It's, I, it's crazy. Imagine that. Several years ago, he got a vaccine for something. I can't remember what it was. But these people are taking this picture of him getting vaccinated and saying, wait a minute, didn't Rand Paul get the COVID vaccine? And they're, they're putting out this picture for, that's six years old saying – People shouldn't get vaccinated, but here he is getting COVID vaccinated. It's like, no! There are people on the Tweety who are put who are uh, putting this picture around saying the hypocrisy of Rand Paul. It's like, you realize you are lying! But they don't know that, though. Of course they don't know that. They don't, they don't know that. Because they're a bunch of dum-dums. What do you think, Jacob? They're, they're all, they're, they're, they're dumb and stupid. Um... I think I, I'm growing. There's a there's a great tweet that I saw. <clears throat> that um, confirms what I've been saying as far as there's some people that we just need to just leave alone and just and just wish them well, because we know that. Because 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 we know that there's some people out there, who if they're sheriffs or mayors or whoever um told them to snitch on the unvaccinated they'd be the first ones to do it um i saw one of these people this week on twitter i'm gonna find my exact tweet i didn't end up retweeting it but so the context of this tweet is there's a lot of speculation on whether or not you're going to need to um be vaccinated a third time. So basically getting like a booster shot. Here's what, here's what this guy said. There's a article that says, um, Moderna says COVID booster shot produced robust immune response against the, uh, Delta variant. This guy writes Moderna quote, you might need to get a booster shot. Me, Already signed in online and waiting outside Rite Aid at 7 a.m. with my sleeve rolled up. Cheap. And I said that some people are beyond worth saving. I'm not sure exactly what what line of logic, what um, anything could could be said to to a person like that um, to come to make them come out of their position. You know. Um, um, never mind the fact that uh, Martin Kordoff has also put up articles about saying that um, vaccinated people were seven, seven, seven point two times more likely to be infected than those with natural immunity. Again, begging the question: if you've, if you've already had the thing, uh, then it's it's better than your vaccine. So uh, that that's that's data coming out of Israel, which those of you who don't know. Um, they had a pretty tough time like over there. 70 to 80 percent of all their COVID hospitalizations were people who had the uh, medical procedure. 
Same thing in England. I think it was a third of all the people that um, came down with the with the illness uh, had the uh, medical procedure as well. So, you know, it, it's but there's these people who, who who will you know be waiting outside their drugstores with their sleeves rolled up, waiting along, you know, waiting for it. Yeah, give me the jab. Um, like Jacob and I have said numerous times. If you want to get the vaccine, fine, get it. Consult your doctor. Don't take advice from from Rand Paul, from Dr. Fauci, from any, from any of the TV doctors, anyone here online. Go talk to your doctor, and you two, the two of you make a decision. If you want to wear a mask, fine. If you feel so compelled to wear one, fine. The problem we have is force. It should not be forced on anyone. This isn't that hard to understand. If you are wanting to, wanting to force things out upon people, you are in the wrong. You are the one who is drunk on power. You are the one who is uh, <coughs> who is going after the power and the money, like that guy said about Rand Paul. Like I don't, I still the money part. I still don't get. How is he getting rich off of this? No one. Please explain to me that. But anyway, um, um. So let's let's get away from the code for a second. Is that okay with you, Jacob? Okay, because I I I can only do so much of it before I start getting. Um, gosh, stupid computer. The, the trackpad is messed up. Anyway, all right, so uh, Janet Yellen is worried about irreparable harm to the economy if Congress doesn't raise the debt limit. Oh, no. Her her warning is ringing hollow among Senate Republicans. Well, that's according to Business Insider, so you can take it with a grain of salt. But raising the debt limit. So, you're, so raising the debt limit is saying, okay, well, we are at – X amount of dollars. We want to go to X amount of dollars, you know, because because we because we can't pay for anything, so we just have to continue ourselves to allow to rack up more debt. She's saying if we don't go into debt further, it's going to cause irreparable harm to the economy. And I'm like, uh, duh, of course it will. But she's wrong for the wrong reason, because well, she's just wrong. Because <laughs> that's how because that's how it would work. She's saying if we don't spend more money, it's going to cause irreparable harm to the economy. Why? Because the government will close, Jacob. The government won't be able to pay its bills. Well, if you're going into more debt, you aren't paying your bills anyway. Well, government agencies might close. Maybe they should. Because if you aren't paying your bills, then you've got a problem. So, this, of course, is coming on the heels of the the um the 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 infrastructure bill that they want to do which is a whole behemoth of itself i think it's over a trillion dollars and i i love seeing these videos of conservatives there's especially this one of of um ted cruz saying god i hope we don't tell liberals what comes after a trillion it's like wow you're doing a great job man you're, <coughs> you're really doing a great job holding back the uh, holding back the 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 dam here of the uh, spending because you know we're okay with trillions that's okay but we can't do what comes after Trillion because that's irresponsible, right? Because because we're the responsible, you know, conscientious, conscientious conservative ones. See, there's the picture, right there. There's the picture. Jacob found one of Rand Paul getting vaccinated six years ago. Notice that none of them are wearing masks. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah. yeah, it's great. But anyway, back to what we were talking about. Um, so uh, as she says, irreparable harm to the economy as Congress barrels towards the deadline to fund the government and a potential spending battle. She says, In recent years, Congress has addressed the debt limit through regular order, with a bipartisan support, Yellen said uh, in an August 9th statement, so today. 
In fact, during the last administration, Republicans and Democrats came together to do their duty three times. Congress should do it again by increasing our spending uh, debt limit on a bipartisan uh, basis. Why? Why? So we can go, go into more debt? I don't understand. You're the Treasury Secretary, right? You're in charge of monetary. You're you're one of the people in charge of monetary policy, making sure the, you know, no one's cooking the books. But you're trying to cook the books. You're being you're being frank from it's always sunny in Philadelphia. You're cooking the books actively. So, um, she's she's right. It will cause irreparable harm to the economy if they extend the debt. If they um extend the debt ceiling. Because the debt ceiling is just like, well, we're, we were we were allowed to spend this much amount of, of money, but that's just not enough. We got to be able to spend more because we got to continue all these great programs that we're doing, right? Like bombing kids in the Middle East. We, we got to keep doing that. We got to keep, you know, doing all these crazy things with uh, with NASA and all this stuff because because you know, we're so awesome, right? No, there's a problem, and the problem is you, Janet. Can I call you that? Can I call you Janet? The problem is you. And your buddy Jerome Powell over at the Fed. You two are the problem. And your friends on the Capitol Hill and at the White House. They're your, Janet, come on. You're the real problem here. Okay? You're the one who's supposed to be making sure that the country is, you know, financially sound. We're on a on an on a even... We're, everything's on the up and up. We're, we're, we're in the black. We're not in the red. But as you can... As we can clearly see, Janet, you're doing a terrible job. Because if you wanted to raise the debt sling, maybe you need to cut some costs somewhere. Maybe somewhere along the line, you went wrong, Janet. So, Janet, um, maybe you should clean house and tell Congress to clean house before you can ask for more money. Because printing money um, only leads to ruin and harm. I think, I think there's a lot of countries in Europe and in South <coughs> America that could tell you about this little thing called inflation. But anyway, what do you think? I think that, the, listen, so you got to spend money to make money. Mm. But, but to spend money, you gotta have money. To spend money, you gotta have money. Right. But to have money, you gotta spend money. Exactly. So it's a whole thing. It, so it's one of those things where we're raising this, raising the debt ceiling can be kind of an investment into our future. Ah. And then from 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 these future investments, you know this 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 great infrastructure build that Biden. But where's the money out? gonna come from, though? That's my question. We'll, we'll figure that out later. Worry about that. Yeah. Yeah. So we need to worry about that too much. But what, 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 what we do need to worry about is helping the American people, Joe. Right. And by doing that, we need to indebt in them. Um, just, for, just for a period of time. Just for a period right. of time, we need to a little cripply, cripply debt peoples, rob them with the purchasing power via inflation and via the printing press. We need to do that because possibly in the future, things might get a, a, a tad bit better. I, I can see the logic. I completely disagree with it yeah it makes sense sense? yeah it makes sense so go into debt now so you won't do it later i guess no go into debt now so that way you're in less debt in the future oh okay Okay. because because look the debt won't go away but we'll have more money we'll have more things yeah we'll have more things so think about this think about like taking getting getting a credit card and then and then spending like fifty thousand dollars maxing it out maxing it out and then getting, getting, then Another getting debit one card, more credit card. Yeah. card and maxing that one maxing out. Maxing that one out. Right. Right? Right. Now you have more things. Yeah. And now you're happier. Yes, that 
credit card bill will come due one day, but don't worry about that. You just get one more credit card, and you pay that credit card off with that credit card. Oh, that makes sense. See, if you do that, then you'll always be happy, but and you'll always have be, You know what's even greater, though, is if you can kind of print your own money and just pay for your own debts with your own money. Well, that's what well, well, that's why you have that third credit card that just pays off the card. Okay, so, so the third credit card is like having your own money, basically. That's that's it's brilliant. Why do we think it? Oh wait, that's what they're doing. <laughs> you, you, it's happiness, Joe. It's okay? happiness, right? Happiness. So the the argument will be is that um, well, do you, you don't want to give up all your material possessions and your high standard of living because you know we want to keep this uh, this fantasy going on as, as long as we can. I get it. Okay, I understand it. So maybe maybe I was wrong, Janet. I'm sorry. Maybe I was wrong. I don't think I am, but I was thinking I was wrong. And then uh, let's see, old Ben Sh- Shapiro or Shapiro. Ben Shapiro. Can I can I can I call you Ben? Is that <laughs> can okay? I, can I call you Ben? Can I call you Ben? Ben Shapiro. So Ben Shapiro um, was on uh, Bill Maher over the uh, this recently. Oh. And uh, he had a debate with this guy about critical race theory. And I haven't watched that part. But I hear it was, I hear it was pretty good. He, um, for once in his life, Ben Shapiro was actually good at something, because it's really easy to combat uh, eighteen and nineteen year olds about why they're not transgender and why that's stupid. Uh, that's really easy to do because they're eighteen and nineteen year olds. They don't know anything, and here you are, a grown man who has read some books and stuff. And it's like it's that's really easy to do. Like the whole that's one of the reasons why I never really got on the SJW. Uh, uh, um, bandwagons because like this these arguments aren't that hard like when we, 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 when you would see milo and gavin mcginnis and shapiro going after these college kids like yeah that's not that hard they were still heroic in how they did it but it's like this isn't that big like what is this um but anyway so uh on the uh they were discussing the january 6th uh trial or what's going on with the January 6th, uh, what happened there, and the people that, the insurrectionists, as they were called. <coughs> um, they're talking about that, and um, the guy who he was debating was saying, you know, 40, he, tr- so-called Trump, or Trump so uh, supposedly mobilized 40,000 people to go up to the Capitol and lay siege to the Capitol. But Shapiro, or Shapiro, it was like you know, forty thousand people may have moved, but only a thousand people um, actually assaulted the Capitol, and there were maybe a thousand people. That's not making light of the of the evil people of those evil people who will uh, who will end up rotting in prison as they should. So let me get this straight, Ben Shapiro. The people that stormed the Capitol, the the glorious unscheduled unguided tour of the Capitol that it was. All those people should be rotting in jail because of what they did? Where is this fervor that you have for the January 6th rioters? Where's that fervor to the people who were... I'm sure he's condemned the riots and things that happened (coughs) over the Black Lives Matter over last summer. I'm sure he's condemned those things, but rotting in jail... No, 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 no. I think you should do, do your time, do pay your debt to society, but then you should be able to get out. Because what these people did compared to what Black Lives Matter did is in any way, uh, it is not the same in any way. Are you telling me it is worse to put your feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk than it was to kill David Dorn? Probably. I'm sorry, but the real victim 
the whole catastrophe that was January 6th was Ashley Babbitt. All the other people that died died of natural causes because the event was so exciting. Right? They tried to tie that death of that officer that day to the protesters, even though the, 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 the hospital said he died of events unrelated to January 6th. Remember the video that they tried, they tried to push around of the people that he was beat over the head with a fire extinguisher? Mm-hmm. Didn't happen. Oh, I know. That whole thing, yeah. We, uh, we have brought that whole, like, deb- that whole debunking thing to this, this program. And here's another thing, Ben, if I can call you that. <coughs> Is that no one's really talking about how these people are being treated in jail or in prison while they're awaiting their trials. This is from InfoWars, so take it for what it's worth. But I've, he- I've heard this reported in many other sites that's not InfoWars. I think uh, Timothy Poole has talked about it, too, if I can call him Timothy. Um, Probably not. Rather than ways of awareness for how capital protesters are being tortured, beaten, racially abused, and locked in solitary confinement... He chooses to denounce them as evil and declare they all should rot in prison for as little as trespassing. They trespass, okay? They shouldn't have done that, okay? They should pay a fine or do however many months or weeks in jail for that. I don't know what the official ruling is on all of that. But they should not rot in prison for the rest of their lives. There, are, there, there, was, a, um, <coughs> there, was, a, there was a story about one of the men who uh, went into the Capitol. He lost an eye because the way he was way he was beaten by prison guards. He lost an eye. What about, what, whatever happened to innocent until proven guilty? I guess that doesn't, doesn't matter if you're a capital, a capital insurrectionist or rioter. The man lost an eye. So maybe, maybe I, don't, just, mm, I, I hate it when Ben Shapiro does this kind of crap. He's so good on a lot of things. But we, we, we talked to him about foreign policy, the January 6th writers. It's like, man, you're an idiot. <laughs> like, come on. This is easy. You know what this is? Is that it is the fashionable thing nowadays that you, that you will see with, with prominent conservatives that how they will distance them. They are trying to distance themselves from January 6th and from Trump himself and the whole movement. Because, like, oh, that's icky. We can't be a part of that. We have to be socially acceptable in our, in our political circles and here in, in D.C. We have to be politically acceptable. I want to continue to go on to Bill Maher's show and all this other stuff. So I'm going to condemn and say these people should rot in jail. So please accept me, New York Times. Please accept me. Please don't 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 censor the the, the Daily Wire or my <coughs> shows. Please don't let that happen. No, if you're gonna be stand strong on something, then you kind of have to stand strong on it. You're, you have to have some principles of, about yourself, right? Should these people be rotting in jail? No, is what they did right? Not really. It wasn't a great idea. It's gonna, it's gonna end up doing more harm than good. But these people aren't evil. The people that killed David Dorn, the the dozens of people that died over the the uh, riots of the last summer, yeah, that's evil. But putting your feet up, but putting your foots up on the Nancy Pelosi's desk and breaking a couple windows at the Capitol building, that's not that's it's different. It's different when you attack a government building because that's where the problems are. But if you're just indis- uh, just indiscriminately just knock over businesses like like the. Uh, like the neighborhood where George Floyd was killed, all the businesses that were destroyed and looted, like that's not that that, that that's not how you go after change. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe am I wrong? No, I don't think I'm thinking wrong at all, dude. I just I don't 
I just, I don't get this. And, you know, the Infowars calls him a bought and paid for shill. Controlled opposition, question mark? Well, I mean. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, I, I, I don't know that he is, but there's some points where are just like, hmm. Make it's kind of like um, it's kind of like blue pilled libertarians. Yeah, those people are definitely controlled opposition. Probably they have to be. Yeah. Um, I'm not they saying are... I'm not saying Nick Starwalk is is CIA, but it's like eh, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, something else I wanted to mention. Oh, did you by any chance see that video of uh Tom Woods introducing Ron Paula at Yall? Yeah. Young Americans. Yes, I saw it briefly. Yeah, it was it was very very cool. It was so awesome because Tom Woods is out there and he's they everyone thought that that Ron was going to come on through Zoom or uh, through a video, but what's great about it is that uh, after Tom announces, oh yeah, here's Doctor Paul, and the the video like uh, has a glitch and it's like it goes black and you, you know those uh, color bars that you see on the TV when it goes out. You know what I'm talking about, Jacob. Yep. That happens, and then the music starts, and the lights go crazy, and he walks out to um, <laughs> Welcome to the Jungle, and here comes this country doctor out to Welcome to the Jungle, <laughs> and of course, the crowd goes crazy. It was a great moment. I'm like, and you know what? So I'm on the Tom Woods um, uh, supporter site, and we have the, our, our MeWe account where we can... Uh, it's only members only because I'm 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 a sophisticated person. You're a sophisticated person. <laughs> I'm in the sophisticated crowd. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a members only guy, and uh, I was like, yeah, Ron Paul gets a hero's welcome. Wish he could have been there. You know who liked it? Old Old, oh, old Woods. Old Woods liked it. It was great. Oh, did you see that thing about the Colorado Rockies? That that stupid thing that happened. No, I. So I apparently, didn't, I didn't see. It. That's what I'm trying to read right now. So just... apparently. Um, the guy in the stands behind home plate was yelling for Dinger, which is the Colorado Rockies mascot. Yeah. But people thought he said the N word. <laughs> oh, and there's and there's his, yeah, because yeah. they're ringing. Oh, so they were reading his 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 lips. Yeah. And they thought, and they, they they did this whole investigation into him. Like, man, man, <laughs> the media is straight up evil. Who cares? Even if he had said the N word, this doesn't need to be a national story. And I think the uh, I think the Rockies. I love it. I think the Rockies had I love this. had even um had did an, like an internal investigation. Like we yeah, we we can we investigation was launched after a fan at baseball game in Denver was accused of shouting the N word. Investigation found the fan was actually yelling for the for the dinosaur mascot dinger. <laughs> I don't know why, but how I love long? This. How long until the Rockies change the name of the uh, mascot? <laughs> <laughs> but they released a statement, and they wait, said, wait, did did, uh, did Manfred release a statement? <clears throat> no, so they released a statement, and then um, basically confirming confirming it, and they said that they just that they apologize and that they um, they try to maintain a nice peaceful environment. If you use racial search, you'll be ejected from the game. It's like No, so they don't want people to have um, like derogatory language of which, all kinds. Which is fine. Yeah, but I but it's like everyone that. was like freaking out as to whether or not this guy has said the N word. It's like, you know what? Even, <laughs> even if he did, like whatever. It's it's, it's <laughs> I, what did I, Rob Manfred say? I, I, I applauded the Rockies for taking decisive action on this matter. <laughs> Is this fake? This can't be real. It's probably fake. I'm not going to lie. Oh, no. This can't be real. No, it's not real. Okay, because if that's real. I don't, I don't, think, that's real. I don't <laughs> think it's real. 
<laughs> man, I, just w- when you thought Rob Manfred was already cucked. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> you got anything else, Jacob? That's all I've got, man. But it's good to be back. Hopefully, hopefully by the Friday show, the, if I do a Friday live show, which I'll, I may, may, I may not do, we'll see. Um, <coughs> hopefully, um, the cough will be gone. Sorry if I coughed a little too much in the show. I'm trying to get through it. Trying to get through it a little bit, so, you know. Yeah. So, uh, thanks for listening, folks. Uh, we'll be back. I'll be back on Wednesday with the Joe Show, and then Jacob will be here on Friday with the uh, the well, this show. That is. W- with, well, what else going to happen yet? But anyway, <sighs> thanks for listening, everyone. We'll be back next week, or Good we'll be back again. Uh, anyway, thanks. thanks. Peace. And quality days here. The people have landed. Roger, Clint. Clint, we copy you on the ground. We got a bunch of guys about to turn blue. We're breathing again. Thanks a lot.